you are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? It's Locked On NFL here on a Wednesday with Tony Wiggins. That's me and James Rapine. That is him. What's up, James? What's up, Tony? I uh, I'm happy to be here, my man. We're we're good to go, fresh off of some OTA action. Oh yeah, so we'll we'll dive into that. And uh, the Jags, I'm probably going out a week from today. They have one Thursday, but it's during prime time for me, and I I can't get out. And uh, because of the restrictions, man, there's a lot of people who haven't been able to get in. And I think there's some there's a lot of uh, national interest, so they're spreading those uh, they're spreading those VIP sort of uh, accesses around a little bit. I got to hey, tell you first, though. Well, no, we, I mean, we everybody's got to see Tim Tebow. I mean, come on now. Yeah, the man. national interest now, man. You're talking about the uh, Hall of Fame tight end you guys yeah. got down there. Yeah, so. I hear you. I hear you, bro. And I hear the sarcasm, too. I got to <laughs> remind you guys, though, that you get uh, coverage for uh, Tebow and all of that stuff with Peacock and Williamson, the Peacock and Williamson podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, Monday through Friday. Uh, Brian Peacock is uh, just like us. He's an NFL analyst and he's very, very good at it. And Matt Williamson is a longtime NFL scout and they bring you all the good stuff Monday through Friday. And you can get that on the Odyssey app as well as wherever you get your podcast with the Peacock and Williamson podcast. So um, I guess the news of the weekend, Aaron Rodgers was kind of taking off the docket as the hot guy. It's Julio now, Julio, Julio, Julio. And it looks like there are some destination possibilities for him one of them I don't want to hear about because it's the AFC South. And I'm going to get deeper into that once you tell me about some of the destinations and the possibilities that, that possibilities that you heard. Well, first, let's start with the Seattle one. Because, look, Russell Wilson, unhappy. And, yeah, it might be about the, the offensive line. And they did go out and trade for Gabe Jackson. But that's not enough. But what better way to make Russell Wilson happy? Then say, hey, you got DK Metcalf on one side, wow. and you got a guy who's even a, a, a bigger freak when mm-hmm. it comes to uh, football, at least. Maybe not a track star, but football-wise. And Julio Jones, look, if they somehow can pull this off, then Russell Wilson, there's no damn excuse. Nope. <laughs> there is no excuse. It's all about uh, – honestly, they should be – if they have Julio Jones, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett – they should be playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC Championship game. They should beat the the Packers. They should beat the Rams with Matt Stafford. They should beat all of these teams. So I don't know if they'll get it done. If I'm Atlanta, I'd be a little reluctant to trade him to the NFC, but if I can get a first-round pick for a 32-year-old aging receiver that's due $18 million over the next uh, 12 months, then I, I certainly consider it. I'll tell you what. If that happens, I would not want to be a DB in the in the West, in the NFC West. You got to – I mean, you got to deal with D-Hop. And in a, in a diminished role, A.J. Green and, and Fitz, guys that will run routes at least and they understand football. Then with D.K. and Julio on one team. And let's not forget Deshaun Jackson, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. That's, that's not easy, bro. That's not easy to, to have to deal with all of that. And I hate to leave out Brandon Ayuk, but hey. <laughs> it is what it is, man. That's not an easy task in that division. Now, I was telling you that I was thinking the same thing about the AFC South. They were talking about Tennessee. Let me tell you what that does to for the, the Titans in the division that I cover. That gives them 
A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, and Derrick Henry. You want to talk about watching guys physically who walk out of that tunnel and look like the Avengers? That would be it. <laughs> I, I mean, because I know DK, right. DK and Julio is one thing. But when you throw Derrick Henry, who I just saw, it looked like he had two condominiums that he was squatting on Twitter last week on, on that bar. That, that would just be like, oh, my God, just the physical aspect that they would bring. I wouldn't want to be a safety in the AFC South having to deal with those guys on the next level. Absolutely. And I'll name another AFC South team. Why would the Indianapolis Colts not be interested? I have no idea why they wouldn't be. I, I would. Yeah, I think it would make a ton of sense. Look, they they think they can get more out of Carson Wentz. That's neither here nor there. We don't know. We'll see what happens. I know you're lower on him, and I'm I'm not high on him by any stretch. He's got to prove it for me. Right. Uh, you got Michael Pittman Jr. there, nice young guy, a guy you could certainly build around uh, moving forward, hopefully. And then T.Y. Hilton, Julio Jones fits that perfectly. He does. <laughs> he fits great. And so – that's another one, and I know on uh, on Tuesday's show they talked about Aaron Rodgers and this post June one trade deadline and all this or uh, trade options because the Packers can free up cap space. How about this? How about the Packers stop playing with this losing battle really in the media, and they go out and get Aaron Rodgers, Julio Jones. How about that? That that's my number one because disgruntled quarterback. There's no way in hell I'm trading Aaron Rodgers because you're never going to get adequate value. And he's the reigning MVP. And by the way, you could go get the best receiver, arguably, of his generation in Julio Jones, who was still really productive last year when he was healthy. And you can bring him to Green Bay to go along with Devontae Adams. Why wouldn't they do that? Because they're, they're stubborn. Oh. And, and, and I don't understand why. And I keep hearing, I saw Jim Nagy, uh, who does a great job at the Senior Bowl, talk about the executive up in Green Bay and say, look, the dude's a good guy, and he knows what he's doing, and maybe he missed the boat a little bit. I'm paraphrasing his conversation, but maybe this wasn't the greatest communication job and all of this, yada, yada, yada. But I'm just thinking, like, at some point, get off your high horse, dude. Get off your high horse and make this trade. Now, imagine this. I just talked about that group being the Super Friends or the Avengers. Imagine this. You got Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, Aaron Rodgers, Gonna throw now all of those receivers that you try to make a number two. Now they become three and four, equipment of St. Brown and all those. Now they actually are in the role that they need to be in. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing, you still got the scat back in Jones, but now that Dylan pick gives you more value. And I'll tell you why it gives you more value. Because now the the field is wide open and that that dude has tree trunk legs. And now you're gonna ask people to, to tackle him. Mm -hmm. You know, when the field is wide, now he's getting to the second and third level. Now the safeties are really good. And the linebacker, they're really sick of this stuff now. Because now if you add him into the equation, it kind of gives you a mulligan and a pass for drafting him in the first place. Because, because, <laughs> yeah. because now those 10 carries that you're going to give him are going to be 10 really meaningful carries where he has this incredible role. The field is wide open, and all he has to do is get to the second level. He's going to be very, very hard to tackle. It all makes sense, but that's probably why they won't do it. And that's the thing, man. If I'm a Packers fan, and I get it's frustrating with Rodgers and how he's acting and stuff, it is. Push your team. to, And, and that's where I would be. And I was in a similar situation, the Carson Palmer situation, uh, from a, over a decade ago in Cincinnati. It's very similar to what Aaron Rodgers is sort of doing right now, only Carson took a hard stance on it. And there were fans that were split on it, but it wasn't this simple. 
right? And, and to me, it is it is this simple. You were like, all right, Aaron, let's talk about this. And you can still smooth it over with a guy like Julio Jones. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe you can't. You know who can smooth it over, though? Seattle. So those are my two. Green Bay, Seattle. The problem with those two destinations, Tony, is they're both in the NFC. If I had to give an AFC team, we talked about the Colts. I don't think it's them. I mean, Mm -hmm. honestly, if I had to give an AFC team and the Bengals fans that listen to Locked On NFL because they hear me on Locked On Bengals all the time, they're going to be crushing me here. It's got to be Baltimore. It has to be. Baltimore and Rashad Bateman, Julio Jones. You got a speedster in Hollywood Brown. Who cares about your first round pick? Use it like, I, and I'm not saying you even need to give up a first. I actually don't think that's going to be what ends up happening. Who knows? Maybe, but if you could get Julio Jones to go with them, you you're the favorites in the division again. I think because that offense is going to be unstoppable because Lamar is the best weapon in the league when he's running, and now he's got guys to throw to, and he should become a better passer. He should become a better passer. I tell you what, man, it's going to be very very interesting. You know, there's a, there's a little bit of a, a lukewarm feeling about another player that seems like he wants out. He's in Philadelphia. And it they must somebody must know something that we don't know about Zach Ertz. We're going to talk about Zach Ertz because he's a really accomplished tight end, and it just seems like he's not getting the attention that you once thought that he would get. I mean, was it his fault or was it Carson Wentz's fault? And what, I mean, whose fault was it? They fired the coach. Zach Ertz has to have more value than we're seeing right now. We'll find out what's going on up there. We'll discuss that here on Locked on NFL on a Wednesday in segment two. Maybe Zach Ertz should get some built bars because it'll help him recover from his workouts like, you know, I use, like Aaron Rodgers probably should use. If you haven't tried out built Bar, I've been using them for years long before they were one of our sponsors here on Locked on NFL. And they come in nine delicious flavors plus the – occasional limited time flavor. And the best part about them, it isn't the fact that they're covered in 100% chocolate or that they taste amazing. It's the macros. High in protein, low in sugar, low in calories, perfect for you as you get those summertime plans. You got a vacation coming up and you want to shed a few pounds or just look a little trimmer. Built Bar can help you get there. So check them out right now at BuiltBar.com. And when you're there, use promo code LOCK15 at checkout. You're going to get a get 15% off. It's that simple. You're saving 15% just for listening today. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And for all your car parts and auto accessories, you should go to RockAuto.com. Why RockAuto.com? Well, because I said so. Because they're a family-owned business that have been in business for two decades sending car parts all over the place. Guess what? They never fail and they're always right. And you're going to save money because even if you do it yourself and you're going to get the same amount of savings as a professional, it's different than going to a chain store and standing there and have to talk about cylinders and size of your engine. When all you got to do is go to your computer and pop on and go to rockauto.com. And there it is. Then number all of the information you need and then knock, knock, knock. You're going to get your parts at your door without worry. Now, when you do go to the website, they're going to ask you, how did you hear about us? I want you to put locked on in that box so that they know we sent you because we're family. You can be family too. I call you cousin. Just go to rockauto.com and get all of your parts and accessories at the greatest, greatest, greatest place you could ever buy them. Rockauto.com has any and everything you would want for your vehicle 
and we love them here at Locked On Podcast, and they've been doing a great job for me. So it's rockauto.com. Make sure you put Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box. All right, man. So we're rolling along here on a Wednesday with James Rapine, Tony Wiggins, and we're talking about guys that, quite frankly, they want to be somewhere else next year. Uh, you know, it's gotten a little stale for them. Uh, in the Super Bowl, when Tom Brady and the Patriots lost, which didn't happen very often while he was there, Zach Ertz was a huge part of that game, not only scoring a touchdown, but he also made a huge catch on a fourth down on the last drive, I believe, to to preserve uh, the Eagles' chances of winning that game. When you look over the last six, seven years, obviously there's Gronkowski. Of course, George Kittle has come out of nowhere, and Travis Kelsey is looking like he's on a pace to push Gronk for the GOAT status, at least for the last uh, 10 or 15 years. Travis Kelsey's a name. He's not an old player. I'm not, not Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz is a name. He's not an older player. Uh, maybe he's been dinged up a little bit, James. And it would seem like to me, though, I thought when he hit the market or when the prospect of him being traded was out there, I thought it would be a very, very lively, lively, lively scramble to get him on the team. And that's just not the case. I guess some of these teams think he's just done. And I don't. I mean, I get it. He's 30 years old, going to be 31 in November in the middle of the 2021 season. But I think Zach Ertz can still play. And he got dinged up a little bit last year, certainly fell, I don't even want to say out of favor in that offense, because that Eagles season was just a cluster. It was a nightmare. And we know that. And as you mentioned, new quarterback, the uh, the coach got fired. It was just a cluster. So who knows how much that was Ertz and his health and everything. But in 2019... Had 916 yards, yards, averaged 10.4 yards per reception, and had six touchdowns. The year prior, 1,000-plus yards. Had 800-plus yards in five straight seasons from 2015 to 2019. You're talking about a guy who's been consistent. And when I look across the NFL, there are a lot of teams that could use a tight end like Ertz, who's a weapon over the middle of the field. No, he's not going to be this guy that defenses have to scheme against where they're doubling him. But is he a, a good fit in a lot of these offenses that we talked about? Heck, I'll just say it. From a football standpoint, I think Zach Ertz would look pretty good in Green Bay. I think Russell Wilson would like throwing mm-hmm. to a guy like Zach Ertz. And, and the list goes on and on there, by the way. I think Kyler Murray would enjoy throwing to him. Matt Stafford. You know, all Trevor these Lawrence. quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor. Trevor Lawrence. Now he's got Tim Tebow, man. How much help do you need? You how, much, how much help go. do you need? There you go, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think he fits in a ton of a ton of places. And Indianapolis being another one with Carson Wentz. So I'm a bit surprised. At the same time, maybe the league is just doing the hardball approach. Hey, Philly, we think you're going to release this guy. And we're going to make you hold on to him. And, and, and you're saying you're going to hold on, and we'll see if you'll actually do it. And maybe that's the case. We'll see. There, there has to be room for a professional pass catcher like that, a guy who uh, knows where he's supposed to go. Uh, somebody told me the, the phrase was sit down. You know how to get to a spot and sit down and, and be where you're supposed to be so the quarterback has have an easy target. I'm surprised the Bears wouldn't be one of those teams that would love uh, Zach Ertz. I'm surprised that a few of these other teams, we talked about Jacksonville. With, with with the tight end market being the way it is, those two guys in free agency were gone to New England, uh, you know, in, in a zap, right? And then after that, 
there's just nothing really there. I'm, I'm just totally taken aback a little bit and surprised. Sometimes these people know stuff that we don't with the medicals. And maybe if we examine his film a little bit further, that we'll realize that he did slow down a lot last year. Now, I know Philly drafted uh, Goddard a, a few years back to um, take up some of that slack. And maybe some teams view Ertz as a one-trick pony as just a pure pass catcher and a move tight end and maybe not a blocker. But there's a lot of teams that have guys like that. Darren Waller, even though Darren Waller is a little more complete, there are lots of teams that have guys that all they do is line up in that that slot and that formation and find themselves in the middle of those windows on defense and know how to sit down and, and give the quarterback an easy target. Absolutely. There's a ton of value there. I A ton. And – Look, I, I, I look uh, across the league and the teams that have weapons on weapons on weapons are the ones that are going to be sitting there at the end of the day. Right. And that's just – that's how the league is now. It doesn't mean you don't have to keep your quarterback upright. But the reason Patrick Mahomes is so good, it's not because his offensive line was elite as much as it was all the weapons that he's had. And and people always go back to the Super Bowl. Look, if you have the, the third, uh, third string tackle, it is going to hurt you in a big game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. At the same time, if you can have a Travis Kelsey with a Zach Ertz, isn't that better than just having a Travis Kelsey? And yes. I'm not saying the Chiefs are going to go after him. They Obviously, would, though. I think they would. They would. If he's if he becomes a free agent, oh, man, you better watch out. Cause, and if I'm him, I go there. I say, hey, I'll take $3 million. I'll put up some numbers here. And then I'll, when the salary cap goes up, I'll sign that new deal and get a couple more years out of it that way. So I think a lot of teams like the player – it's the fact that he had the cap number, the fact that you have to give up an asset and the fact that he's going to want a new deal. And all of those things have driven his value down some, which really hurts the Eagles and it's putting the Eagles in a tough spot. And if these teams continue to hold out, wouldn't be shocked at all if they released him, even though they're saying otherwise, I don't, I just, I would be shocked if Zach Ertz was a member of the Philadelphia Eagles during training camp. I would too. You, you mentioned something that intrigued me, Kansas city. Now, I'm not going to stay on Earth. So I'm going to get off something real quick. And I know this is just like freestyling a little bit, but that's okay. Have you ever seen a team fix an offensive line in one offseason the way they did? I mean, everybody was talking about how trash the offensive line was, and then they, they released everybody. Mm-hmm. And then you look at what they did in the draft and what they did in free agency, and it might be a strength. I've never, ever, ever, ever seen a team fix an offensive line as fast as Kansas City did, and I think it's fixed. I honestly do. I do too. I think it's fixed. I think it has depth. I think they did a great job. It was a really uh, unique and weird circumstance uh, with what happened with Fisher and, Fisher and Schwartz. And they pivoted. They got out of it. They added young guys. They added yeah. free agents. And it's it's a good blend there with the Chiefs. And it's smart because that was the thing that was going to derail them. It's not their weapons. It's not Patrick Mahomes. It's not their coaching. What can derail the Kansas City Chiefs in 2021? The offensive line not being able to recover after losing two Pro Bowlers. Well, they did that and more because I think it's suddenly a strength of the team, at least on paper, which is uh, exactly where you want to be. And they did it. Free agency, draft, uh, veterans coming back, uh, you know, from out of retirement. I mean, they did it in a, a plethora of ways and it worked out really well. They really did. In our draft segment, in in, in uh, segment number three, I want to talk about the quarterback whisper. And there's a certain guy right now. Doug Peterson? Football. 
No, there's a, there's a guy in college football right now. If he turns out another number one pick or first round pick this year, he's going to be considered the quarterback whisperer that the same way Mike Shanahan was considered the running back whisperer. You remember that? And mm-hmm. Dante Skarnecchia is considered the offensive line whisperer, him and Hudson Hawk. So uh, just, wanna... just just tell them we're going to talk about Ed Orgeron. No, we ain't talking about Ed. We ain't, we ain't talking about Ed. Ain't nobody going to talk about no Eddie. Look. I and I know as you love your Joe, Joe Burrow, uh, the dude at Oklahoma, man. I, 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 look, we're going to talk about him in, in segment number three. If James could contain himself right here with me and my Ed Orgeron imitation, but I want to talk about if Spencer Rattler is chosen high in the draft, how are we all going to start viewing Lincoln Riley? And we'll do that in segment three here on Locked On Jaguars. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. You got baseball season in full swing. You got NBA playoff action. I love the NBA. You can bet on every single game plus prop bets and more at betonline.ag. And if you can't get enough NFL, I get it. Look, you're listening to Locked On NFL. Guess what? You can bet over unders on win totals for the 2021 season. Plenty of prop bets, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, and so much more. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. You know who's going to win. You're passionate about your team. Why not make some money while you watch them? And you can do that with betonline.ag. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. It's that simple. BetOnline.ag, promo code Locked On, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline. Your online sportsbook experts. All right, segment three here, where we talk about the draft and we take a look. It, it's it's hard for me to sit here and tell you guys that I'm actually thinking about somebody being a quarterback whisperer of a coach. And Alabama has had a couple of really really good guys come out and go high in the draft in the last uh, two or three years. And one of them, actually, the reason why I'm giving Lincoln Riley the edge is this. Well, one of the guys that was at Alabama ended up at Oklahoma. And I think when Jalen Hurts was at Alabama, no one thought he'd be a second-round pick. And we went to Oklahoma. He proved himself he deserved to be a second-round pick. And you add that to Kyler Murray, who was number one overall, and you add that to Baker Mayfield, who was number number one overall. And now you're hearing that Spencer Rattler may go number one overall. James, this is getting ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it. It is insane. And Spencer Rattler is considered the the top quarterback, I think, in NFL circles right now in the 2022 draft class. Obviously, a lot can change. I think there are a lot of quarterbacks that are going to compete for that title. But look at the track record. Why wouldn't Rattler post huge numbers? Why wouldn't he be in the Heisman running, right? And, and if that's the case, then you just assume, oh, well, he's going to be in line to be that first pick. So, I agree with you, and I do wonder if that happens, or and even if he's not the first pick, if he's the third pick. Mm-hmm. But Lincoln Riley produces this another top five quarterback. Oklahoma has another good season. At some point, NFL teams, and not that the Dallas Cowboys haven't flirted with him, but some NFL team is just going to say, all right, let's just go get him because he's going to work. Will he work? I'm not sure, but at some point, that's going to happen if he continues to have the success that he's had so far at Oklahoma. Yep, and I think it has happened a little bit now. 
I just think he's one of those dudes. He, he loves college and probably mm-hmm. makes as much money at Oklahoma than he will in the NFL. And he's on a roll right now with these quarterbacks. Now, one would say this. Well, they didn't win in college, right? Well, here's my thought on that. What cancels out the fact that Oklahoma is sort of not won anything or laid a, a little bit of an egg when they got into the playoffs is this. All of those guys we're talking about didn't just put up phenomenal numbers in college. Those guys actually went to the NFL and played better than people thought. They were. Baker Mayfield took his team to the – how far did Cleveland go last year? Were they, they, they were the divisional to, round. Right. The divisional but, round. And they were very, very competitive in Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. So people think that that's a good thing. Kyler Murray has played well. You know, Arizona's shortcomings haven't been his fault. It, you know, he has, he does have to step up a little bit, but they've had other stuff go wrong. And I, I think it's more Cliff Kingsbury than anything. I think Kyler Murray's a baller. <laughs> I yeah. think he's really good. And I agree with you. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury, so unproven. That's uh, that's tough. And obviously it's a flawed roster and a tough division. So I agree with you. And th- not that I, I don't think Baker's really good. I do. But Kyler Murray. And folks can I, talk. I think up, he's the best out of all of them. And folks can talk about Jalen Hurts all they want to. But in a draft that was heavy on quarterbacks, Philly moved down. They're, they're comfortable enough that they said, nope, we're not going to draft another one. We, we got him. And people can say he has to fight for the job and all of this and all of that, or some rumors that maybe Philly is the mystery team that's still involved with possibly getting Deshaun Watson. No problem. But Jalen Hurts has still shown his value to be very high. So if, if uh, Lincoln Riley does this again, one, I think it's going to be something that continues, obviously, with the uh, with the way recruiting is and transfer portals and all of that stuff. But guys are going to look at Oklahoma and go, if I go there, he's going to turn me into an NFL quarterback. And you're right. NFL teams need to figure out a way to get some of that production and figure out what, what the hell uh, his secret is. But whatever his secret is, uh, he's doing a good job if Rattler is as good as advertised we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and cut it down man and just say hey we're gonna finish this stuff next week because me and you you know we could go all day uh and do this every day which we we kind of do anyway when we tweet back and forth at each other but uh peter bukowski locked on today every single morning like a shot of espresso 20 minutes of fast and furious sports uh from around the world it's not just football either it's everything and he's gonna lose he uses the local experts to be able to get you all of the information that you need about those stories on the Locked On Today podcast, which is, of course, here on the Locked On Podcast Network and on the Odyssey app. And you should subscribe to that and check it out. It is something else early in the morning on your drive to work. James, enjoy OTAs, man. Yes, sir. I will. You too. And uh, enjoy Mr. Tim Tebow, man. You got to stop, man. He does. We I'm are not, all witnesses. I'm tell you, we are I'm, all witnesses. I'm telling you, tell you something, though. He, he, the dude does have muscles popping out of his body everywhere. So do weightlifters in every city in America, <laughs> and they're not on the Jags roster. I'm just throwing you. that out there. I got you. I got you, man. All right, man. So we're going to uh, uh, finish off. We're going to start up again next Wednesday, as always, here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure you tune in every day, though, because Locked On Today is a daily podcast, and Got some great people, man, that do this every single day, Monday through Friday, here on the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, y'all keep taking care of each other. And until next week, for James Rapine and Tony Wiggins, take care.